At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast, this is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. We welcome you in. Betting Across America continues here on a Saturday afternoon. We switch things over to our Circa Sportsbook studio here in downtown Las Vegas alongside Amal Shah. Great to be with you, Amal. Likewise. It's, a, it's always a pleasure. I'm Ben Wilson. We are presented, as always, by BetMGM. A lot to get to on the show today. Let's just start off, though, with the one game in progress right now in Major League Baseball. You've, you've already been invested in this one, uh, Amal, and it's been somewhat back and forth. Big series out of the break in Major League Baseball here. Guardians and White Sox. You saw these two teams only separated by a game entering play last night. Guardians win game one, though, 8-2. Got all over Lucas Giolito with a four spot in the first inning. And they're doing it again to the Sox, Amal. I know you were invested early here in the uh, the White Sox, they had a one nothing lead. Then you you told me off air you were trying to get in there on the Guardians. Yeah, Couldn't well, I, I the White the Sox. Fifth. Yeah, I have the White Sox minus a run and a half. It's plus one seventy five. I was trying to take the Guardians uh, plus a run and a half uh, because it was at like minus one fifteen one twenty. I was having an issue getting the play in. But mm-hmm. regardless, um, you know they they've been the better team. The Guardians have they've been threatening basically in every inning. White Sox, boy, I tell you what, this team is going nowhere fast. People. People keep pointing to the White Sox and the Twins to win this division. I don't get it. The Guardians are three back of the uh, Twins mm-hmm. in the win column. They've got a weak schedule yet to come. I think they got a great opportunity to be able to win this division. You, and you think about, it too, part of you know where that conversation has come from, White Sox, easier strength of schedule the rest of the way. But, I mean, for you, I mean, we've talked about this before where you weigh strength of schedule differently across different sports. 
Major League Baseball, that's got to be, it's probably the one sport, right, where you weigh that the least, just because you, like, as a baseball organization, you have so many other things that you have to take care of first that the schedule doesn't really matter on. Sure, if you're playing, you know, the Pirates or the Royals every single night, that's a difference, but well, it's, gar- it's a little bit different here. The Guardians get to play the Royals and the Tigers almost 27 times or something like that, that in the back end of the season, so they're going to have some opportunities here to really make hay. Uh, looking at it right now, so White Sox, easier strength, the schedule still remaining. Guardians are... Uh, 16th. But uh, again, you look at what's happened so far today, and it's it's really been a good outing for uh, Tristan McKenzie. You, the, uh, you know, you bet against him earlier here, Amal, the young righty. He's been touched up a couple of outings, had those two really bad starts in a row against the Twins, but five and two thirds today, four hits, only one, uh, one earned so far. How do you, like, guys like that, I mean, young, up and down, 311 ERA, numbers are good in general. It, to me, those are types of pitches that are really hard for me to, to either bet or fade on a date, on a start-to-start basis just because it's, it's hard to know consistency-wise what you're actually going to get out of them, and today's been another uh, good example here. Yeah, I wasn't trying to fade McKenzie in this one. It was just mm-hmm. the White Sox played bad in the home opener to restart the season. Important doubleheader game. Lance Lynn going in the second game against Pilkington. I don't think either team is uh, excited about their pitching prospects. So you figured this would be a good opportunity if you're going to get going on the right foot before the offenses are going to need to explode in that second game. I thought this would be one where Chicago could come to play a little bit, but missed opportunity in the fourth inning with the bases loaded, one run already in. I get called looking on a third strike. I don't remember who it was, but um, this team just, they are who they are. You know, Bill Parcells in one of the great lines, he's like, he said, "You, you are what your record is. And I think the White Sox are a below average team who was overvalued by the sports books and everyone else. And we're, you know, people like myself are paying the price when you take them in certain spots. I mean, this is a 500 team. Yeah. Sebi Zavala struck out there uh, with the bases loaded. Oh, he did a great job. <laughs> and then and he followed it up with an error that allowed Rosario to go from Come first on. to third that, uh, that allowed him to score on a sack flight. You know, the funny thing has been being down one run or two runs. You always figure get a guy on why a walk error, or whatever. And you hit a home run tie game, but that going from two to three, it seems like a far greater jump to me than going mm-hmm. from three to four. If oh, that yeah. makes sense no, no, to you. I, I totally get it. Like yeah. if you're down four, you're down three. I feel like they're almost much more similar. But if you're down two compared to three, it's it seems like a huge mountain to climb. I, I love the sentiment too on like it because we've had this conversation almost every week at some point on different network shows of, all right, at what point do you buy on the White Sox? And we've been having the discussion since late April because the White Sox have not played good baseball the yeah. entire season. So like, Look, it's we're coming up on the trade deadline. You figure they'll, you know, they, they would try to be buyers just because they've sunk so much into that yeah. <laughs> that season. You can't afford not to, but it's a great point. It's like at what at, at what stands of that season do you sit back and say, you know what, I'm just not seeing it. It's been it's essentially been a hundred games right now. I get that. Yes, you could theoretically have a hot streak to get yourself back in the race at the end of the day, and you're only a few games out. Correct. It's an easy strength to schedule. Having said all that, I was totally prepared. I'm all as soon as the White Sox got to maybe a plus one. 90 to $2 dog there to win the division to fire on him. They got to that point and I sat back there and I said, you know what? No, thanks. I, I'm just, I'm not interested when they make blunders every single day in the field, their manager has no idea what's going on from a game management standpoint. And the pitching has been wildly inconsistent. Lance Lynn's been a great example of that. You're, you're absolutely right in everything you just said, but you know, I want to point out one stat, why maybe people are looking at the White Sox team to still win this division. After this weekend series, the four games against the mm-hmm. guardians and look, they lost the first game. They appear like they're going to lose the second game. Yeah, the doubleheader today. So even if you win the second game, you've only lost one game in the standings over three. Ben, they have 19 consecutive games against the Rockies, the Athletics, the Royals, the Rangers, the Royals, and the Tigers. Wow. Every team there I just mentioned is under 500. You you talk about an opportunity. 
to really make some hey, the Rangers are the best team you're going to face, and you play them in Texas for four games. You get the Royals. Um, God, the Royals are just lifeless. I mean, this team has no punch in them. It was a, uh, Mike and I talked about it yesterday on odds on the the blue. Uh, excuse me, the the Rays opened yeah. yeah opened at minus one ten. I took them on the overnight Thursday. I said this is a joke. Rasmussen yeah. against Keller here. This is a line close around one fifty. I mean, who are the Royals? I that's a great that's a that's a great rhetorical question that I don't think anybody is able to answer. Uh, and you yeah, and you look too. I mean, we'll we'll talk about all these games still to come today. I'm uh, seeing uh, Royals are uh, Royals are favored in some spots here. Basically, a pick them in the market there against Luis Patino and the Tampa Bay Rays today. That uh, Guardians White Sox game we mentioned only game in progress right now. A couple games will start here at the top of the four o'clock hour, which we'll we'll get into. Preview in earnest. We'll also be joined by Mike Piranio. He's going to give us our traditional Saturday look from behind the counter, the race and sports director over at the Mandalay Bay. We're also going to talk with Matthew Friedman, talk some Major League Baseball as well, and get into the night card uh, on that. And, and uh, Derek Carty joins us, MLB handicapper, VEASAN contributor. Uh, we'll join the show a little bit later on. With Matthew Friedman, we'll hit a lot of other things as well, talk some NFL too, because um, oh, we're, under, we're under 50 days till opening day. That's pretty exciting. It is, but I have to be honest with you. When you say it that way, and I always forget we don't actually start until September 8th yeah. in the NFL schedule. It's like you think, okay, end of August. And then... But it's still like another eight, eight days, yeah. and then that's one standalone game on a Thursday night. And then you've got the... Until the 11th, I mean, it really doesn't get going. So still, I mean, still a ways to go. We, we still have a ways to go. Well, and it's an interesting sort of segue here into thinking of how much you value or, or feel like the impacts of some of these early training camp news actually matters for a season-long handicap because yeah. we see some teams open camp Within the last couple of days, we have guys who are on the, the PUP list, physically unable to perform at the very start of camp. Now, that doesn't necessarily matter for the regular season, but if those guys stay, you know, depending on how long they stay on that, that's less camp time to get acclimated for a season. We'll just kind of go a couple, couple big names here because there were some interesting spots that we maybe weren't expecting. Michael Thomas, one of the leading ones for the New Orleans Saints. Injury histories have been well documented there and has had a couple of different years where he started on the PUP list and then not even played. So... Uh, for for Michael Thomas, what's uh, what's the panic meter on a scale of one to ten? If you're looking to back the Saints this year, yeah, I think it's tough. You're concerned, but the bigger concern you have is Alvin Kamara. I mean, he's got a legal situation pending here in Las Vegas. Uh, what happens with him? Does the league suspend him? You know, that that's something you have to t- pay attention to. It's going to be really interesting going forward. Uh, that yeah, and we we saw the article come out today where they are. I mean, NFL, they're kind of just they're waiting for that to run its course it's a, it's very very each each circumstance is certainly different so we'll see how that pans out again the, the timing of which you're about to open up uh, training camp uh, packers i mean packers had nine guys on their their pup list including a couple of their offensive linemen that were banged up from last year Ogden Jenkins one of them Robert Tunyon one of their standout tight ends as well uh, how about uh, Jalen Ramsey and JK Dobbins a couple others on the list remember we saw JK Dobbins come out Literally refute Ian Rappaport's tweet saying he was going to start camp on the PUP list and said, I don't know what sources you've got, but I'm not going to start camp there. And uh, I'm all sure enough. I look up and he's on the PUP list. What, yeah. What's going on, JK? Come on. Yeah, man. I mean, that's interesting that he would say that to refute that. But um, apparently he's on the pup list and uh, I'm not sure what the injury is regarding him, but uh, we'll see where they go. They're going to need him with Gus Edwards. I, I think this is going to be a really good Baltimore team. Um, I like them to win the uh, Super Bowl this year, so we'll see how it goes. I like them to win this. Oh, we might have to we might have to expand on that. Uh, might that thought in a little bit. Well, and, I mean, it's it certainly appears as though if we're looking at the, where the odds are right now, the bet of the offseason to make again, if you're just basing this on where the numbers have gone here, would have been the Ravens to win that division when the numbers first came out, and everybody was north of $2 because of the uncertainty around Deshaun Watson. That, that seems like a fair analysis to, to say right now. Yeah, but no team 
had more key players out due to injury than Baltimore last year. Edwards, Dobbins, Lamar Jackson, mm -hmm. uh, Marlon Humphrey, one of the top five cornerbacks in the league, Marcus Peters, Ronnie Stanley, a top offensive lineman. When you look at the collective of guys that they had out due to injury, I don't think the Bengals play the way they did last year. I thought they got hot for three games. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you're Kansas City, you're going to look back and say, man, we missed a Super Bowl opportunity to go there and beat the Rams uh, and you couldn't get it done on your home field against the Cincinnati Bengals. Um I don't think the Steelers are going to be as bad as people think they are, but I don't think they're going to be a playoff team. And then it comes down to the Browns. Deshaun Watson, if he's not healthy, how will they be? And the other thing is, i got to tell you, I'm not as high on Deshaun Watson as everyone else is. What does Deshaun mm -hmm. Watson does that warrants this guaranteed money that the Browns are paying? Didn't, didn't play all of last year. We still have no idea how much he will even play this year. He reports to camp. Which, sure, you can do because no suspension has been handed out yeah. yet. But, uh, look, I'm with you. you. Especially in the NFL when we – and there are so many examples we can look at this from over the years where when you start just assigning, like, automatics and guaranteed sort of yeah. statements to players, that's like the one sort of slippery slope you can go down on an, on an NFL, as an NFL better where there's so much variance in, in a league like that specifically. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you look at Watson. Look, he's got good athleticism. He's played well. He's played with a true receiver previously in DeAndre Hopkins. The Browns have some talent. They bring in Amari Cooper from the Cowboys this year, I think, for mm -hmm. a fifth-round pick. Nick Chubb and uh, Kareem Hunt in that backfield. Yeah. Uh, Chubb is outstanding. We know how good he is. Um, got good talent on defense. Miles Garrett, Denzel Ward, among others. But for me, I'm just not ready to jump on this Deshaun Watson bandwagon. All of a sudden, like they're going to be winning Super Bowls. And look, new, I mean, regardless of what you know, what happens with the suspension, new system, you're in a new new team, a new locker room. You're trying to acclimate yourselves that way. Uh, that uh, yeah, still remains to be seen. We're we're waiting word. I don't know when it will happen on the actual suspension. Uh, J.K. Dobbins coming back from that torn ACL from last year. That is his official injury. He still says he'll be ready to go though uh, by week one. Ravens are now down to a sub two to one favorite now to win the AFC North. When we return, want to get him all thoughts on some of these win totals, the ones that have been most heavily bet at BetMGM. We'll do that next as we're just getting things started here on Betting Across America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. 
We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. We welcome you back in. It is Betting Across America here in Las Vegas with Amal Shaw. Follow him at Amal Shaw 1, by the way. I'm Ben Wilson. Elliot Bauman, our outstanding producer behind the glass. The only game in progress right now. Guardians 4, White Sox 1 uh, in the bottom of the 7th. So that, uh, that score has remained the same here and in a position where uh, with Tristan McKenzie on the mound. Uh, this is roughly a pick em here. Guardians are about a dollar three to dollar five short underdogs. Uh, but a total of eight uh, Tracking on the under right now. Again, game one of a doubleheader tonight. We will update you on uh, the, at least the current line seeing right now. Connor Pilkington for the Guardians. Lance Lynn for the White Sox in game two with the Sox about a $1.75 favorite. We'll see how that thing changes once game number one wraps up. We do have a busy show today, though, Amal, and we want to get some win totals here. Uh, where We've had a lot of interesting movement now at BetMGM where the, the, their shop has taken a lot of action on some overs, some unders as well. We'll talk college football in about 15 minutes, but right now let's go over some of the big movers of all in the National Football League. It is a little surprising, just like the sticker shock nature of this, to see Big D, the Cowboys, being one of the most bet under teams this year, something you don't normally see. But they have been one of the most bet under teams at uh, 10 and a half under this year. Yeah, I think the number is a little bit high, though, on their season win total. I mean, to get to 11 wins, I don't really look at them as that strong of a team. I don't know how you see them, but for me... I think it's a bit optimistic for Dallas to be able to get to that number. Yeah. Well, let's be honest. Like, are the public really coming in to bet yet on July, you know, the 23rd? I mean, That's isn't that kind point. of the case? Like, yeah, these absolutely. bets are probably going to be from the more respected guys out there. Limits might be a little bit lower at this at this juncture. Not that you necessarily take all these bets as gospel, right? Yeah, but exactly. You would think, what, 90% of Cowboys money is going to come in between uh, <laughs> August 15th and September 15th? Seventh, pretty much, yeah, for Dallas? Uh, you're absolutely right. And, uh, you know, they got the big opener against the Buccaneers. Look at their schedule right now. Bucks, bengals uh, back-to-back tough games. And then uh, you go to the Rams in Week 5, the defending champs, uh, at Green Bay, um, at Tennessee, the second-to-last week of the season. You know, and at Minnesota, you, you look at those games against the, the Buccaneers and Bengals are both at home, but at the Rams, at the Packers, and at the Titans – uh, ben, those are three games that I think they could easily drop, not to mention the division games at the Eagles. So you're, you're looking at a team that only has margin for six losses. I mean, potentially, you could make the argument they could lose four of those five games I mentioned um, very easily, and and so it would be tough to be able to get over that total. I can see why they're coming in on the under. Yeah, no, no question. And one of the yeah, tougher strength of schedule coming out this year uh, after a 12-5 and season in uh, in the 2021 uh, campaign there. So a lot of under money there on the 10-and-a-half on the one that is, again, this is traditionally a public team, but one that is, as you just talked about in the last segment of them all, if you're handicapping the AFC North, Pittsburgh Steelers. They've taken a lot of under money as well here at 7.5. 
it's funny how we when we talk Pittsburgh, it's it's very easy to get kind of hung up on the whole, well, Mike Tomlin's never had a losing record. Like he just kind of finds a way and they, they whatever they have to do, they do, which is kind of a tired, lazy narrative, right? Yeah. Even though he's I mean, he's done it now for nearly two decades. But what realistically should betters actually expect out of Pittsburgh now that there is a, a big change when you think about a new guy at the quarterback position or guys because we don't necessarily know who will be taking the snaps there. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, remains to be seen what happens there. I think that's the big challenge of Pittsburgh, but I think, Ben, the one thing that gets overlooked with the Steelers, you got a tremendous running back in Najee. Um, and to me, as, as long as uh, who's the kid out of Notre Dame that's too busy worrying about signaling first down? Oh, could chase, yeah, yeah, Claypool, thank you. And uh, I, I always remember where these guys went to school. Once they go to the NFL, I couldn't care less. No, I, I don't chase care. Claypool. You're an idiot. I've already known that since uh, you played at Notre Dame, but you're too yeah. busy trying to celebrate a first down instead of trying to win the game against Minnesota. And you got the uh, TikTok dancer himself now in Kansas City. See, to me, that's a problem in your locker room. Mm-hmm. Like, it, when you're in New England, you never see that stuff happen. When you see certain types of programs, like if you look at the Dodgers in baseball, you, don't, you mm-hmm. don't see any of those types of things. You, who your leaders are, Tom Brady in New England was there, Clayton Kershaw with the Dodgers. You have certain types of leadership, and I think that Ben Roethlisberger is not a guy I'm looking for leadership from. Yeah, I, I think he's a tough guy to get people to rally behind because he's there are parts and factions that don't like him. Um, but this team defensively, you got still uh, multiple pro bowler in um, Cam Hayward. Of course, in my opinion, probably 1A or 1B is the best edge rusher in football in terms of T.J. Watt. Uh, then, uh, of course, Minka in the uh, secondary. I think this team's going to be solid defensively. And what they'll do is now, if you're Pittsburgh, you got to play uh, lower-scoring games, mm-hmm. control the clock, uh, play defense, and you can rely on that defense. And then, you know, you look at uh, who's the kicker? Shwe- uh, St- uh, S- uh, Swan, Swan, Sean Sean Schwezum. Yeah, exactly. Schwezum. Probably the second-best kicker in the National Football League. Doesn't get yeah. enough credit. Everyone wants to talk about McPherson. McPherson's great, but he doesn't kick in a place like Heinz Field. Heinz Field's probably the toughest place in the National Football League to kick, not to mention he's been doing it for much longer than McPherson has, uh, and Tucker obviously being the best. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure Sean... I was looking this up. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Sean Schwezum, Sean Schwezum <laughs> is... He was... He hasn't kicked in like five years. Who's the kicker there? I, I, I'm it's dropped that, like... It's, I, I can't I, remember I, now. I'll find it. I'm like, wait, of all, you're, this, I'm thinking of like, Sean Schwezum's been around... No he's he's got to be around forever if he's actually... Uh, if, if he's still there. I mean, Chris Boswell, I believe, is still the kicker for the uh, for the Pittsburgh Steelers. No, no, the uh, place kicker. Uh, Boswell, sorry. Yeah, Chris could, Boswell. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Let me, let me I was tell like, you. man, you're going way back. Well, I mean, let again, me tell these, you, these I, kickers... I got, I got Woody Dantzler as <laughs> being a quarterback recently at Clemson. If you know who Woodrow Dantzler is, it's only been 20 years. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Yeah, Sean Schwezum, who is... Uh, who has not kicked since 2015 for the Steelers? Yeah. But you know, look, for, you know, 2015 might as well be like a week ago. Sometimes the way the way these games te- just cycle I'm, through. I'm telling you guys, after like after a while, you're not that at that age yet. But eventually, not quite. The the five years and the 20 years are just, all the same. Just becomes you, you don't even remember. Yeah, that's what I was like. Unified. It didn't sound right when I said it. I'm like, yeah. I was like, damn, look at him. I was like, wow, that feels like it was a long time ago. It was. Yeah, it was. Uh, for, <laughs> for the record, I mean, Chris Boswell. Boswell he's, yeah. I mean, he's at, through, through the end of last year. Uh, 182 for 206 in his career, near a near 90% record. So obviously Justin Tucker always going to get the billing as the, the number one guy in his own little tier. But Boswell has been very, very good. What do you like? I mean, for for Pittsburgh as well, we saw Matt Canada come in last year, and this was supposed to be kind of a new wave offensive coordinator to use a lot of pre-snap motion, a lot of play action, try to get the ball out of Roethlisberger's hands quickly. And then ownership came in and said, "Well, we want to be like the '70s Steelers of old and just run and pound the rock." even though they didn't really have the personnel to do that because the O-line was so bad. Right. How, I mean, the O-line's not projected to be much of an improvement this year. How is that actually going to manifest when you think about 
just I mean, just the the discomfort and, and disinterest in your actual ownership group to back everything that you hired an offensive coordinator to do in, in a guy like Canada. Yeah, I would agree with you. It's a real challenge. And that's a concern. Uh, you know, the one thing, if you look at the National Football League, you can be great at the skill positions, but unless you've got the O-line and the D-line, mm-hmm. it's going to be hard to win. And I think you go back, and it was really the same time at the college and the pro level. The 2007 Fiesta Bowl, 2006 season between Florida and uh, Ohio State, you saw how dominant Florida's defensive line was. Uh, 2007 season, 2008 Super Bowl between the Giants and the Patriots, you saw how dominant that Giants uh, D-line was. You know, those are the things that help you win championships. And if you can get that going in the right direction, you got a shot. But without good, consistent offensive line play, it's hard to feel confident. Yeah, that's just the one thing I keep coming back to when I look at Pittsburgh. Everybody yeah. wants to talk Tomlin and how yeah. he's been able to you know, work that infrastructure and that organization. But when you have such a disconnect, I mean, yeah. at a, such an important position as a, you know, from a coordinator standpoint, I get why, why a lot of people are betting under on the Steelers this year. As far as actual win total movement here, we haven't seen a ton of that. Because usually these win totals are priced fairly accurately, but sometimes the movement is is pretty stark, and we're seeing that with Arizona. We we saw a couple days ago now, Amal. It's been about forty eight hours since Kyler Murray gets his five year extension, second most uh, highly paid uh, quarterback there, behind only Aaron Rodgers. If we're just looking at a per year basis here, as they lock him up through twenty twenty eight. But we've seen this. We've seen the the current of under money come in pretty much all off season on Arizona from nine and a half now down to eight and a half. Is that an accurate reflection of, A, the DeAndre Hopkins suspension, and B, the rest of the personnel issues that are certainly existing outside of the quarterback spot where Arizona has their guy, but what what else do you make of Arizona on the yeah, outside? I, I tend to agree with the move down. I don't like this team. You're in a competitive division. You're still looking up at San Francisco and, um, the, and the Rams. Rams. Thank yeah. you. Uh, I think the Seattle Seahawks are going to be really poor this year. But, you know, Kyler Murray, when you look at the second half of the year last year and how he played in the playoffs – that's a lack of confidence going forward. It's hard mm-hmm. to back this team. I don't think anybody bought into Cliff Kingsbury, even when he got hired as the head coach. And I, I still don't understand this decision to give him a deal when you've got two years left on his rookie deal. Why do this at this point in time? This is what I don't understand, Ben. I think the Ravens have handled it extremely well with Lamar. This is, you know, Lamar's talking about getting the big money. That's fine. He's got to prove it this year. Mm-hmm. And I think Bashadi's case, they're not afraid to pay. I always said when Joe Flacco won the Super Bowl and they paid him all that money, I would have said, listen, Joe, we appreciate the ring. We don't think you're good enough to get us back. But with Lamar's case, I think he's good enough for them to win. And so for me, I get why maybe they're going to roll the dice a little bit with Lamar. But if they win, they'll pay him. And with the Cardinals, I don't get it. And I I think it's going to be detrimental to the team long term. You would have kind of thought that with the way New England set the standard for being ruthless about contract negotiations, you would have kind of just assumed, right, other teams would have followed suit. And yet that is not really... Uh, that, that's not necessarily happened here. Uh, so Kyler Murray at least gets uh, gets his deal. And yeah, he's, he's getting paid a lot of money. Yeah. It's just the other part of it too is is a good start followed by the week tailing off second half, which we've seen the last two years for Arizona. Is that just kind of a, a product of NFL variance or is that a real thing, do you think, on, on Arizona? No, I think it's a fair question, but I think at Arizona, it's, it's more realistic than variance. Yeah. I think there are deficiencies. And I think in the beginnings, sometimes you don't bend. The schedule is so crucial. You start out with a weak schedule, and you take advantage of that, and you build that confidence, and you might be on paper better than you really are. And I think sometimes teams get exposed in that scenario. Tough schedule this year, though. Yeah, absolutely. Chiefs, Raiders, Rams, first three weeks good for luck. Arizona. Good luck. You, but they're going to be getting uh, ready for the Suns in October this year, yeah, possibly. Sir, I guess they might be doing that. Uh, we're going to flip the script and look at some of the college football win total, see what Amal thinks on some of these big movers when we return. Also, a big update in Chicago. Sox, they're rallying for Amal. We'll update it next year on Betting Across America. 
This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The College Football Guide is out now, and the Pro Football Guide is coming soon. There is no better way to prepare for the college and pro football seasons. Here at VEASAN is our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player rewards. Reserve your copy of the Football Betting Guides today and get access to everything we offer for the entire football season with a VEASAN all-access subscription. Make this football season your best ever. Subscribe now at VEASAN.com slash Subscribe. We're going to get into some of the college football win totals in a second as we welcome you back, betting across America. However, Amal, we've got a situation there. Guaranteed rate field. Could have been a little better for you, laying the run and a half today with the uh, Chicago White Sox, but they get three back on a big rally in the bottom of the seventh. Doubles from Josh Harrison, Yuan Moncada that scored runners, Andrew Vaughn, a base hit as well, but they strand the bases loaded 4-4 now in the first game of a big double dip going to the eighth inning. Yeah, and it was a two-out rally. I mean, All two outs. Yeah, that was... It was surprising, and uh, they're able to get back in it as uh, Abreu this time doesn't drop the ball with Kendall Graveman in there. The reason why I say that is last time I had the uh, I remember uh, that White Sox yes. on the run line against the Orioles, Abreu <laughs> dropped the ball running to first base. You know, Jeez. listen, I understand if you go full Joe Mixon against Ohio State, dropping the ball before the goal line or Deshaun Jackson. By the way, off topic, if a player, mm-hmm. if I was the coach and a player did that on my team, I don't care how good the players, I would cut him. Uh, just for stupidity. Yeah. You can't have that many dumb people around. I agree with you. I mean, I mean, you all complain you don't get the ball enough, so you can't hold the ball for an extra two steps. And it's like it's one thing if this happens, and you know, there's no example of it in the past. We've had, I mean, that should isn't that like in your when you're in training camp or preseason or whatever? You like is one of the days of coaching. You just throw, you put the DVD in, and you just say, "All right, here's here's the loop of just idiotic but, things," and then just look at that and don't do it. It's easy. Not to take anything away from Saban and Belichick and 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 John Harbaugh and these guys, they all get a ton of credit for this. No, there's just a lot of dumb coaches. That, I mean, that too. That's the reality. Like, this, these are things that should never happen. When you look at, like, discipline, that's why one of the reasons I have such respect for the military. It's all about discipline. It's all about little things. You know, when, when you look at, like, uh, uh, the guy who's always here with uh, me on Saturdays, usually Dave Ross, former Marine. Mm-hmm. And, you know, attention to detail. And that's the key. And it's amazing teams don't do that. And so crucial when you're trying to win a game. Well, it's funny you have we have the college football media days going yeah. on right now, and it always it, I just find it so hilarious. You look at the coaches who are pretty. You, you can tell pretty easily who are who are the politicians among the coaches yeah. and who actually know the game of football and who are not just great you know, great respected recruiters. Yes, I don't know how you you try to break that down when you're handicapping, but I mean that's got to that's got to play a big factor. Where you think about I mean for as great as he was until the very end, I mean like Bobby Bowden by the end of the day, just you know. Guy, guy is down there just uh, essentially recruiting guys and not he's just you know he's waving the clipboard around not really calling any plays a lot of coaches end up in that in that path but there are a lot of guys who start out and for whatever reason of, of a cerebral nature they get to a position where they're they're kind of just they're spewing whatever the company line is but they're not really actually doing anything on the field it's all just off-field stuff yeah absolutely right and uh you know, you, you look at some of these coaches for, for me at the collegiate level in the NFL the X's and O's matter more at the collegiate level it's about the talent because you can overcome a great yeah, X and nose guy with the talent that some of these teams are able to recruit. I think, yeah, that's a good, good, uh, good uh, discerning topic to bring up. Just because we've got some of these win totals here yeah. to go off of. Uh, after uh, we, we won't talk Vandy in this uh, segment of all, because they, they did get one first place vote in the SEC media poll. Not sure it warrants us actually discussing it. But as far as the big movers in, this, in these win total markets as well, kind of the same practice we just discussed uh, a segment ago in National Football League discussion here. But... 
I'm all again, you're expecting a lot of these bets right now to be from respected college football bettors who are taking a position right away on a lot of these teams. If we look at the uh, the most tickets so far wagered at this point, and this also correlates in a couple of these spots to most handled as well. LSU, a lot of love for the Tigers there. Thinking that maybe, all right, regime change, trying to wipe the stink of the Ed Orgeron era away from them, at least the back end of the Ed Orgeron era. Over six and a half wins. Is that a, is that a fair stance to take solely based on a, a new regime change coming in and the success we've seen in the past of one Brian Kelly? Well, I, I think it's a combination, right? You look at LSU and their schedule. They look like, to me, probably about a seven-win team. If things break properly for them, they're probably an eight-win team. If things go awry, uh, it could be the other way. Here's my thing on why I don't like to play some of these weaker teams that are middle of the pack unless you see something really, really strong and you see a number that's completely skewed. Because my one concern is for a team, if they're not going to compete at a high, high level, does LSU, guys like Kayshawn Booty, eventually start to sit there and look at the NFL? Are they worried about Mm -hmm. different scenarios? And and I'm telling you, Ben, um, having known a lot of guys that have played college football, you don't hear it externally a lot of times, but there becomes individual agendas. And to me, when you look at a team like LSU, seven wins they're sitting at right now, if things go, if the you know, if things go awry quickly, let's say Jaden Daniels is the quarterback there. I, I mean, like to me, he's just a guy. He's not you're not excited about him coming in there. You open Florida State important game, Southern at home. Uh, Mississippi State's gonna be a tough game, they, but they're coming into the bayou, so you got an opportunity there in New Mexico. They should start off word no. But then you go to the Tigers at Jordan Hare. Tennessee comes calling at Florida, Ole Miss, Alabama at Arkansas, UAB, and then at Texas A&M. Look, they could start out potentially 5-0, 6-0, but then, or I mean, sorry, 4-1, 5-1. But then all of a sudden, if you lose to Florida, Ole Miss, and you get walloped by uh, Alabama, how fired up are you to go to uh, Fayetteville to take on the Razorbacks? If you're sitting there, especially if you're sitting there, it's, you know, Five and four, maybe through, or even if, even if it's a five and four or six and three spot, do you? Yeah, do you? If you're especially for these win totals now that have moved up to seven in a lot of spots, do you? Uh, you point. You make a really good point. Do you have enough motivation to get to an eight and four? Well, let me tell you one other thing that most people are unaware of. A lot of guys I know that played that played on teams that weren't going to compete for a national championship don't care about going to a bowl game. Unless you're going to get a great, unless you know your coach makes sure you guys get the best swag bags ever. No, I'm not even kidding you. I, no, because I get it. Yeah. They don't want to go through 15 more practices. For what? You're six and six. You're going to Shreveport in the Independence Bowl. That's not. That's not a. Uh, that's not a bonus or a you know a prize. That's a penalty. Yeah. I'll never forget the year that, that Missouri, my alma mater, yeah. they announced they were leaving the Big 12. They go to the SEC. They had a good year. They were yeah. nine and three. And the Big 12 essentially punished them. We're like, you know what? We're not gonna, we're not gonna bid you to go to any of our nice bowl games, even though they were, I think, the third place finisher in the Big 12. <laughs> shipped them to, shipped them to Shreveport for the Independence Bowl. And was like, hey, you guys want to bolt to the SEC? All right, have fun going to Shreveport against a, a god awful North Carolina team. I think they won that game 48-10. This was the 2011 uh, Independence Bowl. But it was like, what a, what a way to end your Big 12 tenure. Conference is coming against you and saying, all right, have fun in Shreveport. Yeah, and you know, right, rightfully so in doing that. But I understood why they did. It. Absolutely, I mean, it it's like Mike Gundy made the point about should uh, Oklahoma and Texas be at these meetings, and he's right. Why should they be? They're leaving. Yeah, I I totally get it. How about though for some of these other these programs in Power Five conferences where you're not going to be a national title contender mm-hmm. going in, and you don't really have the program pedigree of you know of doing it. So certainly, you would think in those situations, the motivation would be higher, and, and for a very different reason. Indiana could be one of those teams who. I was trying to bounce back. They had a really good 2020 season, but it was uh, it was a disaster for Tom Allen last year. Two and ten, zero and nine in Big Ten play. 
Odds makers are certainly perceiving somewhat of a bounce back, but the betters don't necessarily agree. A lot of money against Indiana this year, taking the under on their four and a half win total. Yeah, I tend to agree with this uh, in terms of where they're at, but you look at the schedule. The Illinois game is crucial. Now, they're at uh, Memorial Stadium in Bloomington, so they got to win that one. You get the Vandals of Idaho, they will win that game. And then WKU comes calling. Um, they lose Bailey Zappi. We'll see how they are effectively offen- on offense. You got the return trip to Nippert um, at Nebraska, Michigan, Maryland at Rutgers. I got to tell you right now, you look at the schedule, aside from the old Oak and Bucket game against Purdue, I don't know how many other wins you're going to get once mm-hmm. you get into conference play. Yeah, it's tough. It's going to be a tough schedule here. They could be potentially 0-7 going into the Purdue game. I could. I mean, you could see it. Yeah. And it's like as much as you expect somewhat of a, of, of, a bounce, yeah, of, a, of a bounce back, all of a sudden, for these some of these, for some of these rebuilding programs yeah. in a Power Five, getting to five wins can all of a sudden you know be a, be a very difficult task. In that same vein as well, you, you talk Michigan State, who's look that's kind of a different situation where they win eleven games last year. A lot of the the general narrative around Mel Tucker's Spartans last year, where all right they were pretty fortunate to get off to the amazing start they did. It came crashing down towards the end. As a result, you see that win total drastically lower than the eleven from last year, down at just seven and a half. But a lot of people are at least thinking uh, Michigan State. That actually counts in one of the three biggest liabilities there at uh, BetMGM over seven and a half. Yeah, I'm not as high on Michigan State as other people are, but the schedule is pretty weak. And you mentioned, just want to finish up the point on Indiana. Penix transfers yeah. to Washington, and you got that great quarterback from Mizzou coming in, Connor Bazelak. I agree. Jesus, God, this, this guy, he's awful. Great quarterback. <laughs> I mean, give me a break. Uh, I, is, I'd rather yeah. go direct snap and put in an extra blocker. Oh, my goodness. It is funny how, yeah, it, around, yes, the people handicapping Mizzou this year, it's like, well, they, they lost their quarterback, and it's like, okay. No, what a, what quarterback did they? What yeah, quarterback exactly. did they have to be to begin with? Yes. You you mentioned Michigan State. They get the Broncos at home from Western Michigan, Akron. So two MAC games, they should win those. This is the interesting one. The game at Husky Stadium against Seattle. Uh, Kalen DeBoer and company uh, taking on Washington. I'm sorry, taking on Michigan State. That'll be an interesting one. Uh, and then you've got the Minnesota game at Maryland. Won't be easy. They'll lose to Ohio State. Uh, I think they're going to lose at Michigan. And at Penn State, God, their schedule is challenging. And you got Wisconsin. Boy, it's Ben. Tough. I, I, and you lose I, Kenneth Walker the third. You had 18 guys transfer out of that program. Brought in eight transfers in, who some of which are decent, but that's a that's a lot to try to replace and figure out so quickly. Who's the receiver? Jalen Naylor, who had a terrific year last Naylor, year. They they lose him, him too. Exactly. You lose but to me, Kenneth Walker might be the biggest individual talent loss on any team in college football for the bulk of what he meant to a team. I mean, that's fair to say. Yeah. A guy who was well in the Heisman Heisman candidate uh, you know, race and discussion on a team that, as we found at the end of the year, wasn't yeah. really all that good, despite the great start to the season. All right, this has been a fun discussion. We're going to continue with Mike Piranio behind the glass at the Mandalay Sportsbook. We'll talk with Mike next here on Betting Across America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets and risk-free tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM Resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards is sports betting's premier loyalty program featuring exclusive perks, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager on the BetMGM app. Sign up with BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. As we welcome you back, it is Betting Across America Saturday afternoon. It is that time. We always do it on Saturdays. You're joined by our Good friend Mike Peranio heads the race and sports book over at the Mandalay Bay. Big day here in Las Vegas. It's always like it's a, it's a weekend in the summer, but we've got El Clasico going on right across the street from you, Mike, uh, where they've got at Allegiant Stadium, Barcelona, Real Madrid set to take stage uh, later on today. Now, that's a friendly. It's not like the legit uh, El Clasico, but I have to imagine a uh, traffic pretty good uh, over by you guys there at Mandalay Bay. And uh, I wonder how you guys handle the betting stuff, too, when you have friendlies where you can wager on them, but Part of the handicap is for figuring out who's actually going to play in these in these matches that are ultimately just uh, glorified exhibitions. Yeah, well, we're going to put out lines on that, of course. So, well, we'll take a shot. Hopefully, we can win. But uh, you know, it's uh, it's amazing when Ve- Las Vegas and uh, we're turning into here, and it's like going to get better and better with NBA and baseball coming. It's just like uh, it's almost unbelievable to see this kind of growth so quick, and uh, and what this town's turning into as far as entertainment. And you know, when you say New York City, the capital of entertainment, yeah, I don't know anymore. It might be Las Vegas, which is strange and. 
and uh, it's great for us, though. So big, big crowds here already, and they're just getting started. So uh, this is one of the, out of the three soccer matches this weekend, this is definitely the biggest one, of course, and uh, we're pretty packed in here already, and uh, it's still a ways till the, I think it's an 8 o'clock start, which is a little late, but uh, and action-wise, uh, strangely, we need uh, the draw. Uh, it's three to one. I thought we'd get people betting it just because it's three to one out here, uh, but we make uh, a big winner for us and uh, on the draw, and we break even on Barcelona. Uh, most of the liabilities on Real Madrid, and uh, that uh, did move too. We had some significant movement on that. Uh, actually, on Barcelona, it moved from uh, plus one fifty-five to plus one ten. Uh, so that tells you some wise guy money was hitting that too. Yeah, I'm a little bit disappointed. The World Cup when they announced the cities that uh, Las Vegas is not included in it, but uh, I don't know. Maybe being summertime, they didn't want to play in a dome. I, I have no idea. But uh, Mike, right now, obviously NFL turning the corner here, getting ready to start about 50 days out. Ben said earlier, uh, I, are you starting to ramp up in the amount of action you're taking? And the one thing I was curious about is, there any particular teams that you've seen maybe people betting that people that maybe looking or considering betting that you think are going to be pretty popular? Yeah, right now we're getting a, a lot of action, and I think you guys talked about it earlier today. Maybe uh, on the the season wins are very popular, college and pro. People ask all summer long, when are you going to have them? When are you going to have them? Mm-hmm. Try to tell them we got to wait for, you know, the draft and other things before we're going to release that kind of information and let you bet it. But uh, right now, uh, in, in in pro sports, uh, we have a I think uh, the the three that they're betting crazy on over the Saints, Lions, and Jets, uh, and it's it's kind of interesting. Uh, the unders for the season wins. Uh, the Cowboys are are getting bet like crazy by the public. Uh, uh, and uh, w- w- if that happens to go uh, our way, it's going to be a, a, a good good result for us. But the most bets on the under are the Bears and especially the Cowboys and then Steelers. And that's interesting on the pros. No no doubt. Uh, you think about, too, we were having this discussion earlier as well. You would imagine like the public teams like the Cowboys and the Steelers are usually on, and it might be just as simple as it's you know, like Mike Tomlin has never had a losing season in Pittsburgh. Dallas, always such a popular team. Uh, generally, is there anything you can point to for maybe why that has changed, at least in the, in this particular summer? We know there's new quarterback situation, certainly in uh, in Pittsburgh there with the Steelers, but is that, uh, is that uh, somewhat abnormal to see at this time of year when you're saying so much public action has been kind of to the opposite on a couple of those teams? Yeah, and, and I think because of everything that's going on, uh, it's it's interesting, especially in in football and college football, with all, everyone moving around, teams going different places, conferences maybe moving. Not this year, but the, when they're talking about it, it still affects the the seasons and how they're playing. So uh, it's it's very interesting to see uh, the, the action that we're getting. But people wait all year long to bet these things, and uh, I'm sure. And 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 a lot of times in the past, you know, the season wins shut off. Uh, when the season gets going, but you know, with the apps and in-game and in-play now, uh, you could see those staying up for a little longer too. Which is everything's changing all the time in this business, and uh, and it's for the good, especially for fans and people that want to enjoy and entertainment. Uh, it's it's on the BetMGM app. You sit there and uh, you can almost have uh, fun round the clock now with uh, everything we offer on there. Korean baseball going all overseas and and uh, round the clock basically. 
Yeah, to Mike's point, that's one thing you've seen, Ben, is a lot of expansion yep. in terms of options and betting menus. So that's, that's really good. Mike, uh, just kind of taking yourself out of the uh, bookmaker space for a minute, what are you looking most forward to? Are you a guy that either previously before you were behind the counter got involved in, in betting just NFL, college football, or anything in particular? Because I know I'm fired up. Can't wait for college football. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I went to Nebraska, grew up there, so I'm a Nebraska fan, so I haven't had a great uh great few years since they moved to the different conference but uh uh i'm definitely a pro football guy i, I i've uh it's one of those things i've learned over if you do something you know ten thousand times you either master it or, or you better stop so i think i've gotten to the point uh, where i've mastered it and uh you know words of wisdom from uh, a bookmaker who's been doing it a while you know people always come up to me and ask i have such a hard time winning in the nfl what what can i do and the first thing i tell them is if you only play underdogs the worst you'll ever do is maybe 50-50 and if you get hot you're going to win money and uh it's something i tell people all the time but it's just so hard for people to take underdogs they they say well they're not the best team and look how they played last week and it's hard to convince people whatever however they played last week they're probably going to play the opposite this week so that's just some uh, information people should uh, take to heart actually i think you bring up a great point about the underdogs college football i'm a big favorite guy nfl i'm a big underdog guy and i think my argument in the nfl is this teams five through 28 taking away teams one through four and 29 through 32 they're a player or two away from being virtually the same teams and on any given week anybody can be beaten or anybody can be gotten in that situation yeah, and you're you're 100% right. I mean, when I first moved to Vegas and I was just a player and didn't know anything, uh, college is different. The, the, the favorites, and especially if you go to basketball. I remember when I first moved to Vegas, I was probably betting $5 a game. But uh, they, uh, I, I used to make the list of the 25, 30 worst college basketball teams, and I didn't care if the line was 30. They were going to probably lose by 55. And uh, I don't know if that's still the same because I've kind of gotten away from betting uh, college sports. But uh, that was something that worked for me when I was betting $5, and it didn't matter. Hey, nothing wrong with betting $5 in a game, Mike. You know, as, as a fellow, yeah, sometimes sometime $5 better myself, I can just you know, no, can but, say that. But here's the thing. I got advice from a very prolific better. He told me, he goes, the biggest problem with most betters is, because when he used to bet a lot of money, he'd say to me, well, people go, you got a large bankroll. He goes, you know what? The difference between me and everybody else is, he goes, I treat 20 bucks like it's a million. Because he goes, I'm confident enough that I can run it up to 100000 in no time. And, and yeah. that's the biggest thing. He, go, he goes, you don't like these guys come in, and, and you know what I'm talking about, Mike. You see these guys come in putting these nine-team lottery tickets in. I'm like, go play the lottery. You got a better, you get a better return. Yeah, I'm not saying you can't hit it, but all I'm saying is if people would take it with a serious approach, regardless of what's a five dollar bet or a five hundred or a five thousand yeah. dollar bet. I, I think that's the one thing I would tell people. Look, just say you're here in town for the weekend. You're going for an entertainment person. No problem. Go crazy. Bet every game on the board. But if you're going to do it a lo- little bit above recreationally, I think take it very seriously. Yeah, and I think, uh, you know, depending on your situation in life, most people do take it seriously. And it is, hopefully people are using it as entertainment. It's all relative to what you can play and what you're willing to spend on entertainment. You know, some people, when they go for entertainment, fly to New York City on a private jet, and that's their <laughs> entertainment, and it costs them a lot of money. Some people, like me, when I moved here, walked to the Sahara Hotel and bet $5 on a football game. <laughs> so uh, it's all uh, depending on what your station in life is and 
uh, we just want to make sure everyone enjoys it and has fun with it. And uh, and if you don't have fun with it, we have plenty of options where you can get some help from people. And that's important to point out, too. The sage life advice, it seems like we always get from one Mike Perani. Yeah, never absolutely. fails to disappoint <laughs> on this show. Again, he's the race and sportsbook director over at Mandalay Bay. As always, a busy weekend there over at the Mandalay Bay with the big soccer going on across the streets there, uh, Barcelona and Real Madrid. Mike, it is always such a pleasure for us to get to, get to catch up with you and, and hear, uh, hear your perspectives there from behind the counter. I know we'll do it again next Saturday and, and appreciate the time as always. Thank you, guys. Good luck to everyone. Absolutely. Appreciate it. Uh, it's 5-4 now there. Top of the ninth. Guardians taking the lead over the Sox. This is one thing that destroys my mentality with baseball. Liam Hendricks comes in. Fine, he's your closer, but it's a ninth inning tie game. Previous inning, Kendall Graveman, I think, threw like eight pitches. Was, yeah, very quickly. Uh, yeah. He was unbelievable. And instead of uh, keeping him in because he was so dominant, no, no, we got to make the pitching change. Tony LaRusa strikes again in <laughs> Chicago. We'll update that and the live line as well. Preview the two games about to start at the top of the 4 o'clock Eastern hour. That is next. We roll into our second hour from Circa here on Betting Across America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.